It's the Denver Pioneers Coaches Show, presented by Johnson Financial from the Hometown Toyota Store Studio on 104.3, the Fan HD3. And we are joined by the volleyball head coach, Megan Pendergrass. Coach, how are you doing? Happy Labor Day. Uh, it's the start of the season. I know you didn't play this past weekend, but how have things been? Yeah, happy Labor Day to you. Um, things have been going well. Um, obviously, yeah, in the, the quick turnaround, the one thing we – we couldn't figure out was a place to go week two. Um, we, we got the schedule filled out for the most part, but uh, it turns out I was really grateful for it to, to go and play and then come back and go back to the, go back to the lab a little bit and work on some things. And I think the, um, the women on my team were really stoked for it too. Got to go to a Rockies game last night. So our Saturday night had a little fun um, and uh, got to, you know, bond as a team and hang out and train this week and go pretty hard um which we would not have been able to do if uh we were on the road again this weekend yeah let's let's start there with kind of the team building a lot of new faces obviously yourself coming in not that much ramp up here um to get things going so has there been an extra emphasis like you said rocky's game team building a little bit more of that um, as you've got this going again, not a lot of times so that you want to work on volleyball as well, but how, how do you manage that? Yeah. You know, I think I got fortunate, um, in the, the athletes that were already here were, were in a really good place, um, in terms of their relationship with each other and their enthusiasm for new staff and a new system. And, um, so I, I got fortunate there that we have really great humans within this program and then the the late additions we had also all in on board obviously like I recruited them and so a little different feel than someone you know than the returners who didn't sign up to play for me but um I think for us we've our, our big thing is eventually we want to out team people and so we are but we're playing catch up so spending that extra time with each other has been good. Um, we've been doing little things before practice, utilizing all the time we have to, to, to get to know each other. Um, we, we laugh Tuesdays or flag day. Um, we, we go through the team each week and that we share, uh, our personal red flag, our beige flag and our green flag. And we've gotten some pretty funny ones, uh, as we've been getting to know each other. Um, and then we roll, we have a, I have a 20 sided dice and we roll that to see who goes the next week and they have a lot of fun with it. And so little things like that, um, little things like, you know, when we're on the road, we did, um, vans this past weekend in Santa Barbara instead of a bus, just so we can have those smaller groups. Um, we could go do like, go stop by, you know, go for a walk on the beach if we wanted to go, um, and do those little knickknacky things here and there just to be able to spend time in small groups and spend time with each other so um and then from my standpoint I've spent a lot of time one-on-one -on -one with everybody to make sure that they they know like yes this volleyball is fast and furious right now and we're playing catch up but um you know they're important who they are is important and uh yeah it's been good so far though did you take them and your trips back to Southern California for the tournament to, to any beaches? It was your favorite spots. What what was that like? Um, reintroduce, you know, you going back there yeah. with with the team. Well, I think the cool thing that we um, we did go to the to the beach in Santa Barbara for uh, an evening walk after dinner. The first day we're there, we practiced, we had dinner, and then we went for a you know like a thirty minute walk on the beach, which is nice to get out get outside. See, some of them had never seen the Pacific Ocean or touched it, so 
cool to wow. get that experience. Okay. Um, and then, you know, it was a tough weekend. We, we went through that process and uh, it was new, a lot of jitters, a lot of survival mode, a lot of, of things that you, you know, in practice, we thought we had worked on and then you go into the game setting. It's just a little different. So it was a great experience for us. Obviously not the result we wanted, but um, at the end of the trip, um, actually we flew out of LA, which is about two hours South of Santa Barbara Right. And we got to stop. I have cousins there and they have a, a, a nice family home um, there. And I we actually stopped there because we had a, about four hours before we really needed to go to the airport. And we had a team dinner with my a bunch of my family and friends. They all came. So then they're intermingling and we got they got to ask questions. And, you know, my friends are teasing about little quirks that I have. And the girls were laughing and it, it was a good time. And so. We, I've been really, uh, really cognizant of making time for those moments, some human moments for me and human moments for them. So we can build that trust because at the end of the day, like if they don't trust me, they don't see where I've come from. They don't see who my people are. It's going to be really hard for them to, to get on board with what we're doing here. And so uh, I, I've been really, really careful to make time for that. But like you said, we, we have had to spend a lot of time training uh, there. We were just playing catch up um in in every aspect but we're we like it and we we think we'll catch up we do so we've got sure, a lot of belief those personal moments are are so invaluable it's what really it's some of the moments that you take away i was a former student athlete it's some of the moments that you you take away as a student athlete you obviously remember the competition and stuff but you remember those other moments with you know some friends and family maybe impersonating your head coach and, yeah, yeah. and, and saying that sort of stuff. They so, got it. Um, they got all my, they all, all my nickname amongst all those people is coach. So like they, uh, they definitely busted it out here and there. Um, and then, you know, it was really cool for me. Uh, I got a couple texts from players on our team saying it was the coolest thing they had ever gone and done as a team, which meant a lot to me um, as I'm trying to facilitate this and build a program and build a culture and, um, so I was, I was really stoked. We got to go do that. Yeah. That the culture, the key word, I think that you just mentioned there and you're right now you're building the foundation of, of your culture with this program. And it doesn't happen overnight, but certainly moments like that, um, already some, you know, some feedback saying that was incredibly cool. Um, all right. On the court, what were some of the takeaways from that tournament that you liked? Yeah. You know, I think we are, really dedicated to making changes and, and being within our system. Um, and so it's, it's a lot, it was a quick turnover from, you know, me being hired to bringing in new teammates to, you know, us introducing what we want to do on the court to us playing. Um, you know, most staffs have a whole spring. Most staffs have, you know, once you have that spring, then the athletes have a summer to train it and like be mindful of it as they're in open gyms and, you know, at home working. And so I, I think it was just really good to get out there and, and, and test that. So um, I think my biggest takeaway, the biggest positive I have is like the thing we need to focus on is we need to play better longer. Um, a lot of the games we were in a really good spot playing good volleyball for the first half of sets, 15, even 20 points at times. And just, could didn't have the the mental stamina quite yet to be able to stay dialed in and what we want to do because you got to think like everything we're doing right now is new when you do something new and you're not going you're just going through the motions um and your your body isn't has it can't take over 
right? You're, you have to be really, really dialed in, really focused on every single moment. And that's exhausting. Um, you know, I, one of the themes that we always talk about or always talk about is we want to play chess, not checkers. Um, but in order to do that, you can't ever take a moment off. Right. So, uh, as they're, they're doing that, I think it's, it's a stamina thing. It's, it's not necessarily a physical stamina. It's a mental stamina thing. And, um, we worked on that this week. We're going to continue to work on that. We've got really three, really, really tough opponents coming up this week, um, in, uh, in San Diego. So back to Southern California. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, again, put, put opponent across the net and, and go back. But, um, you know, the thing we keep talking about is we're going to be patient with the results, but not with the process. Um, we're going to get after it process wise. We're going to, um, attack that every single day, but in the meantime, we're going to be patient with the results. And I have asked the team to, to kind of blindly trust that it, it's going to work and they're, they're all in so far. So I've been really grateful to the, the women on my team that they're, they've been all in, they haven't wavered They They show up every day and they're, um, they've been professional. It's been really a great experience so far for me. You mentioned it at the very beginning, playing catch up and maybe this off weekend was helpful, right? Like in, in scheduling wise in the future, I'm sure you'll have, you know, tournaments every week at home or away. Right. But yeah. because of, because of how much, um, is coming at everybody, right. With the short ramp up period without a spring season, uh, it, it does allow you this past weekend to talk to go over a lot of things you just mentioned, the mental toughness and those sort of things to get back refocused before you go back out and another tough matchup on the road for tournament play. So uh, was what was the focus, just what you mentioned about the mental toughness this weekend besides some of the Rockies, uh, the Rockies game, some of the team building, yeah. um, the, the message this week to try and ramp up. Yeah, I think the the message was, can we stay focused longer? Um, that was yeah. kind of, we went long every day this week. Um, we went, we took our full practice block, which is, I you know, we only have 14. So that was mm -hmm. a, a calculated moment for us where we're going to, we're going to go the full three. We're going to stay dialed in the full time and we're going to, we're going to take care of business. And so it's been, um been long days the, a couple days last week we did one day where it was no jump but we took the full block to train and so I think that was a big focus is uh, of ours is can we stay dialed in can we stay uh you know can we stay locked in on how we're doing things longer um and so that was a big big focus of ours this week and then just continuing to implement our system you know I think offensively we want to run uh, a system at a really high level and a really elite uh, type of volleyball and I'm not coaching I, I just I'm coaching to who we could be or who we can be um, I don't like the word could but who we can be versus who we are right now um, and I think for me that is you know how I'm how I like to do it and um, I've talked to them about that and I think they're excited because then the this the standards there and this is year one of building hopefully a, a really solid program for many years to come. And so we're going to continue to, to do that. But yeah, the, the focus longer was a big thing for us this week. Well, we're going to take a short break. Brad Thompson here with the volleyball head coach, Megan Pendergast. You're listening to the pioneers coaches show on one Oh four three, the fan HD three presented by Johnson financial from the hometown Toyota store studio.
The Denver Pioneers Coaches Show on 104.3, the Fan HD3, presented by Johnson Financial from the hometown Toyota Stores studio. Brad Thompson here with the volleyball head coach, Megan Pendergast. Coach, let's go away from the Pioneers for a moment. A big weekend nationally uh, when you look at Nebraska and what happened and the 92,000 fans that they had. You went there originally. Um, talk about that moment and when you see that sitting sitting here having been a part of that program and, and look at you know they had the division two game ahead of that they had a concert omaha a member of the summit league was a part of that um yes. what is what does that mean when you think about it to you personally to see something like that yeah um i think it's huge i think it's huge for for volleyball in this country um you know we're starting a pro league here i just think it goes to show you um my biggest takeaway was if you invest in women's sports they will come. Um, and we have to continue. I think the, the notion that you don't put as, or we don't spend as much on women's sports because we don't get as much back is, is, a a dated, a dated way of thinking about it. I think you've seen with the world cup, with the WNBA, with, um, the women's volleyball NCAA tournament with the women's basketball NCAA tournament with tennis. I, it's, it's, the evidence is pretty clear that when you invest in women, you, you get the return. And when you invest in their, you know, their training and their travel and their everything, the, the return comes full circle. And so, um, I thought it was just the ultimate display of that. Um, for me personally, uh, it was huge because yeah, like I am very intertwined with that program. I did, I did spend my first two years there for, for leaving for A&M, but, um, you know, I think coach cook has done a beautiful job with that program him and I are still very close he is very much still on my on my uh, re- uh reference list and I talk to him often I texted with him the day before and the day um after um just to tell him good luck and congrats and he he is I think it's really poetic and it was a really awesome moment for him just because his you know his big thing is dream big and he's always talked about it since day one um, or as long as I've known him, that's been his, his big thing. And, um, I think it is really a full circle thing when he, he came to the athletic director in Nebraska and was like, Hey, I want to fill the basketball stadium. I want to try to break this record. Um, you know, the NCAA volleyball record. And I think, uh, for the first time, those guys were dreaming bigger. Um, they dreamed bigger than him. And I think that's really awesome. And, um, I know, I mean, you could see the emotion on his face, not a super emotional guy, but he was having himself a day. Um, and so it's really cool for everyone who's been a part of that program, all the women who have played there and helped built it, all the coaches. And um, so I was really proud to have been a Husker that day. And I, I know a lot of my former teammates and former Huskers and coaches and everybody was was too. So really, really cool moment. That's a pretty unbelievable place. Yeah, and, and the, the national spotlight on collegiate volleyball and to have it almost 100,000 people there breaking, like you said, the record for the most fans in attendance for a collegiate volleyball game. That's that's incredible. For a member of the Summit League to be a part of it, yes. uh, also, also very cool. I mean, I know that was kind of overshadowed by the whole event, but I can't imagine for, for the Mavericks players to go out there and what that experience was like to look at 92,000 people. Uh, yes. in a football stadium and, and play a match so yeah 
you know, and for that staff, I'm stoked for them too. You know, Matt Buttermore is is married to Laura Pilikowski, who's a All American from uh, Nebra- uh, Nebraska. She played there. She was actually my strength coach when I played there. So um, okay. they're super intertwined with that program. Kelly, uh, Matt's assistant, was uh, was also uh, worked at Nebraska as a video coordinator before she switched over to UNO as an assistant coach. So those programs are just really intertwined. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me at all that that's who um, Cooker asked to be a part of that game, I think is a really special moment for the UNO players. It was a special moment for the Nebraska players. Um, it was really cool. I like that they had the, you know, the two, two uh, University of Nebraska schools in there as well. I think it's huge for the state and, it's I know that state cheers for for UNO as much as they cheer for for Lincoln. Um, but uh, yeah, it was really cool. And I'm super stoked for everybody who was involved in it. And just again, for women, for women's sports, you know, the news showed up the next day at our practice to ask us about it. And it's like, yes, that's it. Right. Continue to share the yeah. love. And that's how that's a, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's transition back to the Denver Pioneers. Um yeah. A big part of this, you're talk- we've talked about culture. We've talked about the first weekend and then an off weekend here. How about uh, from a student-athlete perspective, from a leadership standpoint, we talked about gelling the team together and team building and all that. How do you plan on developing the leadership and do you go with a leadership group with this new team? Yeah, you know, I think we didn't we didn't have it named uh, captains or named a leadership group yet. Um, one of the things that I wanted to do was because we're bringing in so many faces is is kind of get through our preseason, get through this first part of our season to the Summit League and um, and then reconvene as a team about it. Um, I think the athletes coming in deserved a chance to to make a name for themselves. They deserved a chance to find their voice. Um, the returners deserved a chance to find their voice amongst the new athletes. And so we've been uh, we've been talking about leadership. We've been doing a lot of individual leadership um, on taking ownership of our own our own space, our own skills, our own focus. Um, and then how does who has the capacity to do both? Um, there are some people who are great athletes, who are great players, who are just meant to do their job and they lead by example and it, they don't need the, you know, being a, a leader on a team is kind of like being a coach. So a lot more to it than you think, you know, there's a lot more responsibility, a lot more um, you take on your shoulders. And I kind of wanted, I wanted everyone in this program to get a chance to just focus on the volleyball, focus on our team. And then let's reconvene and talk about the leadership roles um, as we got closer to the summit league and the team knows that, and they were on board with it. And I think some of the leaders of the past have been great um, in embracing that. And so, yeah, that's kind of how we've been uh, approaching it thus far. And as far as from your perspective, joining an athletic program that the pioneers have there, um, I, I cover a number of different sports for DU. So it's so exciting to see all the success across the way. Has there been, another coach from another team, assistant coach, head coach that you have met with leaned on that has helped you through this process. Um, since you've been, I know it hasn't been a lot of time, so yeah. it's, it's a big, big athletic department, but um, who, who have you talked with leaned on a little bit here thus far? Multiple, multiple uh, coaches, you know, I've had uh, several coaches even come talk to my team. I had um, our gymnastics coach, 
come by and talk about what it is to be a Pio and why she loves it here. I had Liza um, from lacrosse come by and talk about the same thing. And um, just to get those, those different perspectives, you know, uh, I've spoken with Jeff over at basketball and our hockey coach and our men's soccer coach has been incredibly helpful to me as well. And so there, there've been several across camp golf. I mean, just several across campus that have been um, ready to help. And obviously some of these programs are immensely successful. And so I've been uh, absorbing it like a sponge for, for the most part. Um, I, you know, I, a lot of the things are roll into a long-term plan versus the short-term plan, but um, I definitely have been leaning on them heavily for, for advice. And then I'll be honest with you, having Julianne Sitch down the hall for me has been amazing as well. I think she is an unbelievable coach. She's been a head coach. She's, she's got that experience. She's won a national championship. She, and so to go through this process of, of onboarding and, you know, being a first time head coach at Denver and uh, it has been huge to have her down the hallway, just to bounce things off of her and see what she's doing with her team and how she's approaching it. So um, a lot of help, a lot of support within this athletic department. It's been really cool. Yeah. And that's what oh, the great Dosha, thing. I, can't believe I forgot that Dosha has been Woods? amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. Dosha has been, she showed up to my press conference. She was first to text. She was first. Uh, I mean, she's been absolutely unreal. So uh, shout out Dosha for being, uh, for being a team player and being really great. I, I call the women's basketball games coach. So I, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. With coach yeah. Woods. We, uh, we have a lot of fun chatting all the time and, and during post game, uh, interviews on camera and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I, I get yeah. that 100%. That's, uh, that's an easy one for sure. Uh, it's, it is cool. That's one of the great things. I know a, a lot of the athletic departments are the same way, but there's so many resources, so many coaches that have been here. You, you talked about uh, gymnastics and, and Melissa Kutcher Reinhardt and the success that she's had and Liza Kelly and how long they have been at DU and how much success they've had throughout everything. So uh, yeah, a lot of resources. That's one of the one of the great things about DU athletics for sure. Um, all right, let's look ahead now. Let's get back on the court. Um, as we look at what's coming up, I know it's just Monday, you know, it's a holiday, but uh, moving ahead, another trip to Southern California, San Diego, this time uh, Navy, San Diego state, UC San Diego. Can you give us a preview of the weekend and, and what pioneer fans can expect? Yeah, you know, I think they can expect a, a, Pioneer volleyball team to go out there and do do the things that we've been working on, you know, um, do be a team that is dialed in and not being patient with the process, um, but still patient with the results um, in that sense. You know, we want to we want them to go out there and fight and be competitive. You know, I always say, like, we want to go slay dragons. We do. But we got to focus in on ourselves first and then and then go from there. Um, so. I expect a, a more polished team, a team that feels a little bit more comfortable with themselves, a little bit more comfortable with our system um, and, and really put out a body of work this weekend that we can build off of going into, you know, the final week of preseason and then um, ultimately the Summit League. Is, I imagine the first weekend was like this, this weekend kind of the same, tough opponents on the road but really the focus is inward, right? Like what you just, you just described 
you know, we'll game plan a little bit. We'll talk about what they do well, who to watch we'll out game for. game plan. We prepare. <laughs> right, right. But is is the focus more on just, hey, let, if we play our game, we play our style, if we run our system at that speed that you want to play at, that's that's the main focus? Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, preparation comes in, in into that. You know, we're on this defensive system because they're doing this. We're practicing, making adjustments during games. Uh, volleyball is definitely, like I say, I mean, it's a game of chess. It, it's not just uh, once you start playing at a higher level, it's not just who can hit the ball harder and, and pass better or whatever it is. Once teams are, start to be at the same level, same level, it becomes – who can play the game and who's, who's out there, um, you know, out thinking opponents as well. And so we're, we're working on that now, but yes, absolutely. We're focused on ourselves. We're focused on what Denver volleyball can be. Um, we're focused on um, moving forward constantly. So we, we've got to take what happened has happened in the past. We got to take the lessons we learned and then we've got a what's next mentality. And so yeah, we're, we're dialed in on us. We're dialed in on our culture and who we are. You know, a lot of these programs we're facing, some of these coaches have been here a long time and their story is, is already pretty deep and we're still, we'll, we're still writing the epilogue of ours. And so, um, we will talk about that. We get to decide what this story is. You guys get to decide what this, the trajectory of this program for the next, however long is, and, and it's really an important job. And so that's, that's the message to the team this weekend. Uh, one final question, looking forward past this weekend, and I know coaches don't like to do that, but but it's easy for me to yeah. go there, uh, <laughs> and, and I'll be a part of the broadcast against Idaho State. So the first home match, you know, waiting, it probably feels like forever here as you worked out this uh, the schedule here quickly since you got on campus. Idaho State at home, Hamilton Gymnasium. How excited are you for this Pioneers team and to have your home debut? Yeah, you know, I think the thing I'm most excited about is uh, scheduling-wise, we didn't really – it didn't work out that we could do a later match. We have an afternoon match in the middle of the week, which is very rare and, and not something we're going to do a ton here. But I think I, I'm excited for people within the athletic department to come um, and get an opportunity to see us and be at home and, and get that experience because, um, you know, they've been – a lot of people have worked really hard. It, you know, you see me, you see my staff, you see the team, but there are a lot of people behind the scenes that have worked very, very hard um, to get this this team to where they are from, you know, Bob Willis and Lynn Kutz up in administration to Jason Kessner at compliance and Felicia Bergman and academics, um, Nico Blankenship over in the information department. There have been just countless, countless, Nikki, oh my gosh, in our, she's unbelievable. So, but yeah, the, there've been so many people that have worked really, really hard for this program. Um, and I, I am grateful that they will get a chance in the work day um, to be able to, to maybe play a little hooky and, and come see it because they've, they've, they've really been huge for us. Um, and so I'm, I'm pretty stoked for that, uh, for them to be able to come and, and be a part of it a little bit. So win, lose, they, they can see the the effort and the intention and the, the quality of human being that we're putting out there on the court. Um, and I think that that, uh, speaks, speaks volumes to, to them and their, their efforts to get, to get people here. So, um, yeah. Oh, and shout out Mike Metcalf, our, our uh, finance guy. He's been uh he's been crucial as well. There's so many. I could keep going and going. So many in the department that have been helpful. 
the Pioneer family does a fantastic yeah. job, don't they? It's it's great to see, Coach. Good luck. You've got Navy coming up on Friday, San Diego State on Friday as well in San Diego. Then on Saturday, you see San Diego. Coach, we appreciate your time. Best of luck this weekend. We'll talk again soon. Thank you. you. Go Pios. Go Pios. You've been listening to Pioneers. Coach's show on 104.3, the Fan HD3, presented by Johnson Financial Group from your hometown Toyota Store Studios.